You are about to listen to what I'm looking at. But first, I want to tell you about sponsoring this podcast. Yes, you can sponsor this podcast episode. Well, not this one, but a future one. I will help you promote your blog, your Instagram, your Patreon page, your Etsy, your small business, anything you want to promote. I can promote it on this podcast. To get started, please email me at what I'm looking at podcast at gmail.com. Thanks and enjoy the episode. Or Erise. 
It is from or put out by the Criterion Collection. It says 1973, the Criterion Collection. And I'm just going to briefly look at this DVD case because that's not where we're going to focus on, but I want to I just want to give you a picture of it. It's in a clear plastic container case and the spirit of the beehive is the title right in front in black sans serif everybody and on top of the title it says a film by Victor Erice and that is in a cursive, a fancy cursive font in sort of a gold bronzy color and there's in the background fading in and out as a pattern of hex hexagons like a beehive and there's the Criterion Collection logo up at the top left in light gray and then in the, in the center it's a photograph, I'm assuming it's a still from the movie and it's two girls on a railroad track and one girl has her head on one of the tracks and a suitcase it looks like and the other girl is just standing in the middle of the tracks holding a little suitcase they're girls, they look like they're about no older than four or five years old. And while I'm already breaking my rules, I'm just going to flip this over and read a few words so that we have an idea of what we're getting into. DVD edition, 1973, 99 minutes, color, Monaral. I guess it's in mono. In Spanish with optional English subtitles. Well, I'm going to choose the option of having them since I'm still working on my Spanish, but it's neat to have this because maybe I can, you know, practice learning Spanish with it. Maybe one day I'll understand the whole DVD without subtitles. And this is a special edition double disc set featuring a, a documentary, featuring the director, an interview, an essay, and other things. Very neat. Criterion is proud to present Victor Erice's spellbinding The Spirit of the Beehive, widely regarded as the greatest, greatest Spanish film of the 1970s. In a small Castilian village in 1940, in the wake of the country's devastating civil war, six-year-old Anna attends a traveling movie show of Frankenstein and becomes possessed by the memory of it. 
produced as Franco's long regime was nearing its end, the spirit of the beehive is a bewitching portrait of a child's haunted inner life in one of the most visually arresting movies ever made. Wow. Okay, Jason, is this one of your favorite movies? I can't wait to watch this whole thing, but for right now, I'm just going to choose a still from the movie to look at. And actually, I have already chosen it prior to turning this recorder on. I paused it at 56... Sorry, 42-47. Right about almost halfway. And I paused it arbitrarily. And I really love the scene I ended up on. Here we go. I am looking at... Two girls... And an older person whose back is to the camera, so it, I don't know much about the person. But I can see that there are two girls. Oh, well, the subtitles tell me that the other person is their father. They are sitting down on the ground amongst some trees. I can only see the parts of the trunks of the trees, and they look like some kind of oak bark. The bark is kind of an ashy brown almost bluish brown but then the parts where the bark has been sort of peeled away is exposing a much more warm color like a burnt sienna type color and the grass is not especially green it's that very fine grass that thin soft, fine grass that gets brown very quickly. So the ground is grass, but it looks kind of brownish in some areas, like maybe there's dirt under there. I mean, there obviously is dirt, but it's not fully covered with grass, and some of it is, it's not very green. And the ground is dappled with sunlight in a pretty way. The girl on the right is wearing a cool outfit. She's got a reddish, a red sweater on. Looks to be made of some kind of wool or and some other natural fiber. 
And then she has a kind of frock on over that with short sleeves and ties in the front and it's light gray. And then she has a scalloped collar that's pink. It looks like white background with a lot of pink flowers on it so that it looks mostly pink. And her expression is that of curiosity or questioning and slightly her brow is slightly furrowed in a way that makes her look a little bit worried. She's got dark brown eyes and light brown hair and she's got two big front teeth it's really cute how you know when children start to get their teeth and sometimes they look too big for their mouth that's kind of how it looks but and she's got very expressive eyes and a short haircut with long bangs parted down the middle and her hair is like a bob with a little heart-shaped face and rosy cheeks and her complexion is pretty fair so that's girl one on the right and then girl two on the left has a similar concerned look on her face of curiosity or yeah concern her hands are clasped in front of her she's wearing a light blue shirt with white floral pattern and over that she's wearing a cardigan of navy blue made of wool or heavy cotton or something similar and her complexion is also very fair her eyes are dark dark brown and her mouth is closed she has a little tiny nose and darker brown hair that's cut in sort of an angular way and the sun is hitting her hair so that you can see that her hair is very shiny it's bouncing off of her hair and she's wearing an earring in the ear that I can see and her hair is a little shorter than the other girls but not that much shorter she's got less of it though So they're sitting next to each other, maybe a foot apart, and looking at a man who I can not see very much of, but they're looking at him as if they're waiting to hear an answer. 
And the man has, I can see part of his face. Not really much of his face at all. Just the side, I can't see any of his features at all. I see his hair is strawberry blonde and he's wearing a light gray sweater or cardigan with a waffle type knit. If I were to guess, it's wool. It looks durable and handmade. And the sunlight is hitting his hair as well, which is pretty long. Uh, but I can't see it at all because it looks like it's tucked into the sweater. But the sunlight is hitting his shoulder and hitting the girl's shoulders too. And he's wearing either velvet pants or corduroy pants. And they're an olive type green, greenish brown color. And they look soft and velvety. So that's the scene. Three people sitting in a wooded area on the ground among trees and grass and dirt. The colors are all pretty muted. It must be the film that they used. It looks classic and pretty. All the colors work really well together in a visually pleasing way. And then there are the subtitles. This is what it says in white font, sans serif, bold, kind of chunky font. You can see the pixels. It's not smooth or high definition at all. It looks kind of pixelated and it has a border of black around the letters. So it's white with a black border and pixelized, but definitely legible. It says, Papa, have you ever picked a poisonous mushroom? I wonder what he says. Papa, have you ever picked a poisonous mushroom? I think we should play a little bit more of it and see what he says. What do you think? I know, I know it's not really the rules, but just this one time, let's just see what he says, okay? says no. He says no, you know why? And 
the girl says, why? Okay. Why? Because I always do like my grandfather told me. That was his answer. Oh, let's just play a little more, okay? Wow. Okay, they're walking through the forest, and he says, If you're not sure if a mushroom's good, don't pick it. That is very good advice. I would like to know uh, if you've ever picked mushrooms, and if so, what is your tactic with with uh, making sure you don't pick poisonous mushrooms? If if you're not sure if it's good, do you not pick it? Uh, you can email me if you want and tell me about it, or you can. I don't know, comment on my Instagram if you'd like. My Instagram is at crossrecord, my band name. I used to have an Instagram account for what I'm looking at, but uh, I get so tired doing social media, I just, I'd rather just keep it on my other account. But my email, if you want to reach me directly, is what I'm looking at podcast at gmail.com and I think that's all I have to say thanks again to my patrons thank you to all of my listeners out there I love you all I don't know you but I think you're very very cool and nice for listening to this podcast if you'd like to send me something in my P.O. box and make me happy. My P.O. box is Emily Cross slash what I'm looking at. Uh, P.O. box 300836, Austin, Texas 78703. I hope you have a wonderful morning and day and night. And until next time.